Hello, welcome back to the For Reals Though podcast with Amanda and Jessica. We just got back from our weekend getaway to Breckenridge and we're recording this topic today on the matriarch mindset. I'm super excited to share this new concept with you. Um, when we very first started talking about our podcast, this is something we for sure knew we were going to discuss. And so I'm just going to let Jessica say hi and get started with this topic today. Hey, everybody. Um, yes, we have this is our second go at this topic, um, only because it was so complex and um, we really just needed to unravel it between the two of us first before we were ready to talk about it. And um, the first time around, we didn't do um, we didn't do a great job at defining it. Um, it was still like a concept in my head and I couldn't put it <laughs> into, into words. words. Yeah, I yeah. know. And I, you're right. It is our second go. I totally forgot that we did. We recorded once and then we were like, I think we could do a better job. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's weird how you think it's like you think you know what you want to say and you have it understood in your head. But then when you go to explain it to somebody else, it's like, wait a second. Did I say that the right way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's um, it, it was one where we both l were left at the end of the podcast feeling like we did not communicate properly what we were trying to convey. And then realizing after discussing it that we really just hadn't thought it completely through and able to. In, in order to be able to express what we were thinking and feeling about this. Um, and so I am really glad to be able to finally um, put, put this phrase uh, to its justice and put it out there for more women to um, relate to, because I know they do, and, um, and to encourage everyone to empower themselves to be that matriarch in their family that, um, that is just leads the way. Yeah. And I feel like this whole just just this phrase or I don't know if you call it a phrase, but just these words are basically what we want women to feel by listening to our podcast. Like we it represents us. It represents what we want to accomplish with this podcast. And I'm excited. And so I think we both kind of decided to take this matriarch mindset concept and and Jessica said the cons or said that these words matriarch. I want to talk about the matriarch mindset. And I was like, whoa, that is such a cool term. Where did you come up with it? And she she was like, I don't really know. I could have made it up or I could have heard it, heard it right. somewhere. But it, either way, I was blown away because I feel like it's such a powerful thing. Just saying the words matriarch mindset is really powerful. But then we both decided on our own. Hey, let's go like make our a definition of what we feel like that means to us. And so do you want to, do you have what you wrote down or do you want me to start? Oh, you can go ahead and start. Oh, okay. So I wrote down when I was reflected on what I felt like it meant to me, I wrote an empowering female mindset that embodies feminine energy, strength, power, and utilizes these qualities to show up as a leader in their homes, communities, professions, etc. It's basically a confident way of living and showing up in this world. And it's just all about female energy leadership and bringing to the world and into your life and your family those that that different unique point of view, thought, feeling that that women bring versus men. But 
but also encouraging women to really embody that and own it. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I, I would say that the words I would use, the key words I would use would be self-confident. They would be um, wisdom, uh, respect, um, enrichment. Um, so, so let's talk about what the word matriarch means in society today. Matriarch is, it's an old woman, right? It's a woman who, um, who is at the last phase in her life, maybe. And she is uh, not a mother anymore. Like she's not in that motherhood area of her life. But what what this matriarch represents for me is um, she's just a no nonsense woman who is at that phase in her life where she will she is not afraid to challenge anything that comes her way. She is um, she's not messing around with things that she doesn't care about or that are useless to her. And she tells it like it is. Um, but she's also got this wealth of information and experience from her life that allows her to be a great leader in her community and in her family um, that um, I think society just hasn't really tapped into. <laughs> Yeah, I think we look to other people for that, and then we don't embody that ourselves. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, it, it's this great next step after you've identified for about, you know, 10, 15, 20 years as a mother, right? It's that next step where you're, you're not, your kids are grown and gone, or they're really close to being grown and gone. And um, you're not really needed to be that mommy anymore. Um, and you are now being able to step up in the world, like you said, show up in the world as, as something different and something more powerful than you ever have been before. Um, you have this these wisdom and this knowledge that you can share um, with others, younger females, but also your community. Um, but you have this ability to just like not really care anymore and say whatever it is you're, is on your mind without having to worry about, you know, what everybody else is thinking or, you know, the consequences of your actions. Yeah. Um, and really just offering um, leadership for your family um, at a level that you weren't able to anymore because you have a little bit more energy now. When you were a mom, when you were a mommy, um, in that motherhood phase, you just have, you were, you're tired. Like I literally, and I know I've said this before, I literally do not remember a decade of my life, an entire decade of my life when I was that mommy with the little kids. I mean, I was so tired, sleep deprived, exhausted, physically like drained. I don't remember what happened <laughs> for an entire 10 years. <laughs> I know it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So it's interesting because I feel like when you compare and contrast between men and women and, and we said this when we recorded last time but we're not this is not like saying that we don't value men or that we don't value that patriarch energy so let's just put that out there oh, yes, but definitely but so when we when we compare though men are always there's not so it's interesting that you bring up an age bracket because you're right women have to almost 
they do kind of set it aside. And I would like encourage if possible to not completely set it aside and not lose a decade of your life like we did, but to try to embody this mindset early on. But it's interesting that men don't have to do that. Like even have you, you know, like watched movies and the, the boy is a teenager and the dad goes off to war or something. And he's like, well, now you're the man of the house. So basically you're the patriarch of the family and uh-huh. you need to step into this role. And he's telling him, to show up now as this role and and men have always been empowered, inspired and encouraged to step into this like leader of the family. Right. And Uh bring those values forward and you're going to do this now because I'm not going to be here. Whereas women, we've always put ourselves and our matriarch energy on the back burner because of our family, because of what our children need. And then we, since we've done it and we've never been encouraged to step into that, we don't know how to, nobody's told us now you're the matriarch of the family. You need to step up. Nobody does that for us. And I guess with this, with this concept, to me, it doesn't matter where you're at. You can do it at any point, but I hope that you recognize because it's all about self-love too. It's doing it way before Jessica and I have have done it in our lives. Absolutely. And I want to be clear too, that this isn't um, a feminism thing. This is not anything. It is not related to feminism at all. Um, In my mind, Um, they're two separate categories, feminism versus matriarch, matriarch mindset, two different places um, in my head. Um, But also to be a matriarch doesn't mean you have had to be a mom. Right. I, yes. I said before, you know, motherhood was this one period of time. Even if you weren't a mom, it was still that period of time where you could have been a mom. It's that time when you're when you're still um, ovulating and all of that. We're talking like past that when we're past that time where we're, we're having babies. Right. So, you know, whatever age that looks like for you, um, that's when the matriarch mindset comes in. Um, And one of the other words that I would like to use that I didn't think of previously is intuition. Um, I did not listen to my intuition when I was in my 20s. And I also didn't listen to it when I was in my 30s. (laughs) Um, But I had it. I had it. I just quieted it. And I feel like when the matriarch mindset is at its strongest, our intuition is at its loudest. Yeah, that's true. I think it does. I mean, you're right. There is some things that as we age, we grow into more of this just because of life and experience and where we're at and the journey that we've gone through and all the things you learn as you grow and experience life. And yeah, so it it is a different energy that that happens and a different being more confident with who you are as a person and what you bring to the table, which allows you to then utilize that intuition because you know, you, you, you have a feel for things now. Right. Right. Um, so I, I wanted to, I wanted to just draw, I, I read something about this um, comparison and I wanted to mention it in this talk. Um, think about what the old wise man is depicted in society. He's usually depicted as this powerful wizard or this some sort of um, figure that is old, right? He's got an old long beard and he's super wise and super knowledgeable and people revere him, right? But when we think about an old wise woman in society, we think of like a witch or a hag or, you know, this, this woman who does spells in the woods somewhere and <laughs> is kind of a mess. 
but she carries with her the same amount of wisdom as the wizard, right? It's just that society looks at them completely different. And I, I don't understand why, because a female and a male, they complement each other. The female has certain skill sets and abilities that are innate, whereas the male has the same innate, and not the same innate skills, but a different set that are still innate, right? And when a, a man and a woman come together, it's they complement each other, and they that's why a family works like that. And you know, in in the ways that society has created it to, right? And so I was thinking about why is it that the male is is deemed this powerful, mysterious, like awe-inspiring creature. Whereas the female is something bad. She's considered something like, ew, like gross. Don't talk to her. Don't look at her. And um, I don't know why that is, but I really want that to change. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same with like when you think of like as we age, men have always been like, oh, he's as he gets more gray, he's attractive. But then as women get, you know, as we age, it's less attractive and um, you know, men, male movie roles, movie stars, they still get a lot of parts, but women tend to not. And um, so it's just it. We, I think our culture has created that for whatever reason. And then and then we've gone along with it. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that, because when you were talking, I did think of the when you said the wizard, the thing that came to mind is the witch. And, yeah, they're not equal. They're the wizards like, you know, this like almost intelligent looking thing and and the witch is more of overweight and ugly and weird and quirky and yeah antisocial for sure so and really not like a contributor to society right she's ousted she's banished oh um, yeah yeah from society whereas the wizard is still considered somebody that you know something somebody in in uh in society that would be powerful but also wise and um and so I want I want to convey in this podcast um, to women that uh, that's not that's not how it should be. And we offer so much at this point in our lives, at this matriarch point in our lives um, that I wanted I wanted that to be the conversation um, so that women who are in the same place that we are who are like, I'm not, I'm not done just because I'm not having, you know, I can't have a baby anymore. doesn't mean I'm worthless. And it doesn't mean that I just need to just like, you know, shut myself up in my house and hang out with my cats and that's it. You know, life's over. Yeah. I, 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 I just love this concept. You already know that, but I just feel like it definitely represents us. And I feel like there's, so I just recently heard, um, Tony Robbins talk about the masculine energy versus the female energy or feminine energy and how we all have both of those. But obviously some of us tend to have one more than the other, or depending on what's going on in our life, we have one more than the other. And I hadn't really heard anybody talk about it that way before, but I think with, you know, just different gender roles now and different people kind of sharing more about what they, how they are as a person, we are learning that women can be more feminine or more mass. Some women can be more masculine at times and some men can be more feminine. And so I think it doesn't really matter because I think he's right. I think that 
I've always been confused because I have three brothers and sometimes I feel like I have, I understand the masculine energy a lot. And I think it's because of that. So then sometimes I feel like I am a little bit of, of that. So for me, the reason why I wanted to bring this up in this conversation is if you're not relating to us talking about the matriarch or the female energy or what all that means, just understand that we all, we, Every person brings a different energy to the world, to our relationships, to our to our life. And we're specifically talking, speaking to that matriarch feminine energy in this this episode, because I feel like the the masculine or the patriarch energy is already encouraged. And and so we wanted to step in and say, hey let's change the narrative. Like Jessica said, let's look at this from a different perspective and not look at it as a negative thing or somebody that should hide away like a witch, but like, this is how we should be. This is how we should show up in the world. This is like what we want women to step into and not hide away and feel like, Oh, am I being too showy? Are people going to be offended? Do I look like I'm trying to get all the attention? And we're saying, if you're doing it in a genuine, authentic way, no, like this is yeah. how, this is how you should be. And it's okay to, to be that way. Yeah. And you know what? It's okay to wear the short shorts and the bikini on the beach and it's okay to dye your hair and, you know, do whatever it is that makes you be you and show up in the world in an authentic way still, you know? Um, but yeah, I definitely think that, um, that this, concept needs to be brought back into I mean I know that years and years and years ago hundreds of years ago the female the older female the matriarch was revered at some point she really was and then something happened at some point and no longer and that's just that has stopped happening and now we're rendered useless in society once we hit a certain age um well probably depended on the culture and I think not not everybody. I think there was a, just a few select female because men have always dominated when it comes to the most cultures. But I feel like, have you, did you watch the woman King? With, no, I have uh, not. Well, that's, that's a great um, example of women stepping into their female energy. Um, so if you haven't seen that movie, you definitely should. But, um, but yeah, I feel like it's, still been men controlling whether a woman could do it or not. Like, even if there was somebody in a, in a tribe, let's say it was because the men allowed it. I see. Okay. Did, you know what I Don't you think that that was probably the case? Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know enough. I know history, but I know more like close history, not ancient history. So sure. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's definitely just a, a situation where I am seeing, as I'm stepping into my matriarch mindset, I'm seeing that it's not um, it's not revered in the way that it deserves to be. And uh, I want other women to to know that um, if you're in that same place and you're noticing that same thing, that we don't we don't have to be okay with that. We don't have to just you know allow society to dictate whether or not we're valuable. Um, because we are valuable and we're more valuable at this point in our life than we ever have been um, for certain things. Um, Granted, we're not having babies anymore. We're not procreating. We're not 
creating new life anymore, but we are having the ability, we have energy again, we have the, um, the intuition and the wisdom to say the things that we never felt like we could say before. Um, and we can lead and we can teach our younger females um, some things that will allow them to have a better life um, throughout their life and share with them some little nuggets of wisdom that, you know, that they definitely could need. But then also we're a great role model for when they get to that age too. Yeah. Yeah. And I see um, more and more women doing that. It's, it's kind of starting over again and starting fresh at this age because the, you know, their kids are older and, you know, people don't stay in the same jobs. And so they use this as like, what do I want? Who am I now? And what can I bring to the world differently than I than it was before? So I I see it happening. And I feel like um, we talked about this in the women supporting women conversation, but we need to cheer that on more. We need to support that instead of looking at people and kind of being judgy or like, who who do they think they are? If you see a woman stepping up um, and into that role, it does feel weird because we didn't see our that in previous generations so it's like you know our first instinct is to be like what is going on but then I think we need to say well good for you that's awesome like I want to see more women stepping up later in life and and embracing you know this time in their life and and stepping in stepping up as a leader and stepping into the person that they want to be yeah um, yeah, and that's that's why I, I feel like we needed to talk about it because I wanted to put a, a phrase to the to the concept. I wanted to name it. Um, and then I want I want people to start dropping that name all over and referring to it and referencing it in a way that um, that it, like they know a matriarch. Do you know a matriarch? Who is a matriarch in your family? And um, is she doing a good job? And there's a lot of matriarchs that aren't, you know, and so what are you going to do when it's your turn to be the matriarch? What are you going to do that's different? Um, And how will you how will you lead the way for the rest that are below you and younger than you and looking up to you? Yeah, and that starts right away. We we talk about this more in our course. It's under the second phase of our course called enlightenment. And this is where you really become you've you've worked on your past and now you're in your current reality and you're thinking about who I am what do I want to become what kind of person do I want to be and this matriarch mindset is key to that it's 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 an important part of a, our self-growth journey that we teach in our course so yeah that I mean the matriarch is probably going to be one of depending on how long you live it's going to be one of the longest periods of your life yeah, so you might as well just step into the light and just enjoy the glow, baby, because this is it. And this is great. I'm loving this phase in my life personally. Um, I just I just want to tell everyone about all of the things I know all the time. <laughs> I know. Well, what's weird is that, you know, like like you said before, nobody gives us this a blueprint on life. But I think, you know, you becoming a mom is so consuming it's hard to see past it because it takes up all your energy, all your thoughts, all your times, 
my husband always says kids are energy suckers and um and so they so it's true so then you don't really sit and think like what's on the other side of that and also i think a lot of people feel lost like okay now what and i think this is what it's it's really like jessica said it's a really fun time um because it's a whole different experience and it's about you it's not yes. about the kids anymore or pe- that people that you work with or the parents at the pickup line or whatever. It's really just about cutting all the noise, cutting all the extra people, less need, you know, people aren't as demanding on you. And you step into this place where you're like, okay, I get to decide things and this is what I want and this is how I want to show up. And it feels really good. Right. Um, rebirth is definitely the word that you're talking about here. You get to re, you get to be reborn and you get to define based off of all your experiences, um, who you're going to be this time. And, um, nobody else is going to tell you your children aren't tugging at your sleeves and your husband isn't, you know, he's doing his own thing as well at this point. Um, it's definitely just you figuring out who you are, who you want to be. And, um, And there's not so many heavy burdens on your shoulder at this point. Yeah. And I think if you're in a phase where you're still in those other areas or you're busy or life is still, you can still do this. Um, You can still, you know, use these concepts because I wish I would have during, you know, I know we didn't have a lot of extra energy, but I still wish I would have taken more time to understand this type of stuff and know, connect with myself and learn about myself and feel empowered and feel that like I could, you know, show up as a leader in my family with that energy. And so I don't think this is a concept purely just for this stage. It's just that you can embrace it and, and embody it more because you aren't so distracted with so much in life, but it's not like you can't do it any other time. No, you're right. And, um, I think that, while I, this is just my own experience, while I was a mother in the midst of, I mean, I make motherhood sound terrible. I know I refer to it in several different podcasts, <laughs> like it was like the worst time of my life, but, um, and it, it wasn't terrible. I have wonderful fond memories of being a mother and being, and having that primary mother role, right? But it was, it was very draining on me. And it's probably because I had so many, so many kids and I, <laughs> It was a lot. Four was a lot. No, I think that it is draining on most women. I think you're just being honest and realistic about it. And we are going to do a podcast specifically talking about motherhood and parenting um, and and talk about that because you're it it is hard. It's not easy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But while, while I was a mother, I feel like I spent my waking moments when I wasn't, you know, stressed out or exhausted, um, wishing that I was back in my maidenhood and my period of time where I didn't have kids yet, right? And that that pre-kid area that it was, it wasn't very long for me, but for some people, it was their whole 20s. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but, um, and then, you know, it, and then and instead of sitting there and thinking about the future and thinking about, okay, when these kids are grown and gone, or when these kids are you know, late teens and don't really need me anymore. What is that going to look like? Yeah, I know. I've never had those thoughts either. I I never thought about that. And it's funny how we tend to look back instead of looking forward sometimes. But I think it's because I think that lack of desire to look forward was because 
um, society tells us, a culture tells us that it's all downhill, you know, after you get married and start having kids, everything's downhill after that. And so I didn't ever really have this idea that it was something to look forward to until I was literally like 42, 43 years old. And I was like, this is actually great. This is my favorite decade so far. And I'm only just beginning it. And I was like, why didn't no one tell me this? And so yet again, there's another list of things on my <laughs> list of why didn't nobody tell me this? Because I'm just having so much fun um, enjoying discovering my or listening to my and testing out my intuition and discovering the wisdom that I have that other people could benefit from and do benefit from regularly. And uh, my massive communication skills that I'm learning and stepping into now, just because I've been around in this world for so long. Um, but then also just the healing that I'm able to do um, with freedom. Like I, I, I don't have anything restricting me from healing actively. Um, and also tell, I'm sorry, I have a puppy. If you can hear it in the recording, <laughs> I just, I have to tell you that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, he's incessantly barking, but, um, I, I just, I just wanted all of the women here, even if you're in your thirties and you're not there in your forties. And I don't know why I keep tying matriarch mindset to the forties, but for me personally, that's my experience. And um, I just want everyone to know that it does get better. It gets better and better and better. And um, and this is just such a great time. It's a great time. Yeah. And life isn't all about motherhood. You know, it's there's more to life than that. And that's I think we get caught up in that. And I think I now have an appreciation for women that choose not to have children um, because I understand it now. Yeah. Uh, and I think that yes. matriarch mindset concept describes perfectly why and and so i i think that yeah to make that choice i don't view it i think it's an amazing choice to make i i think it's i respect it so much and um but yeah i agree with you that there is a beauty of this for many reasons and it all really sums up the matriarch mindset because it, it it's a complex definition of this because there's so many facets to it it's the healing it's the feminine energy it's the leadership it's the rebirth it's it's so it's so oh, yeah. so much that you know when you say matriarch mindset and that's why we wanted to have this whole conversation about it because it embodies so much so much but yet represents everything that we want to represent when we talk about women and how we want them to show up and how we want them to feel and how they want we want that self-growth and self-healing and reflection and and all those things that the this matriarch mindset embodies that's what we want for our audience yes yes i agree that um too often because society doesn't give us that little boost and say, hey, this is your next stage in life and here you go. Look forward to it, enjoy it. Um, because we don't know that it's something that's enjoyable, a lot of us don't step into it and we just stay in that mom role. We just stay in that mother role and that mommy role. And some of us just transition right into the grandma grandmother role, right? And they never they never understand that they, they can step out and they don't have to be defined by their grandchildren. They don't have to be defined by their children and what they're doing in their lives. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, impl I implore every woman who's listening, if you're at that stage where you're in the matriarch right now, um, step into it. It's, 
it's beautiful. And the women who haven't made it there yet, um, get get ready because it's something to look forward to. Definitely. Yeah, I I agree. It's a it's a great time, and I think that that was a great way to end this <laughs> conversation because I, you said everything I was just thinking. Um, so, any last thoughts on this topic? No, I don't have anything else. I don't either. So, and we'll see you in the next episode. Until then, we want you to shine bright. And stay. Yeah. <laughs> you messed up this time. Be authentic. Be authentic. <laughs> and stay.